Running the option on first down. Hagan has it. He has Rome. He's got one man to beat. Now he pitches to Flanagan, and he may take it all the way. Flanagan's in for the touchdown. McKinley Wright from the logo. Got it. Oh, McKinley Wright. Welcome into the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by Green Mountain Dental Group. I'm Henry Chisholm, and uh, today is Pac-12 Awards Day, and the Buffs did very well. Um, we're going to run through those awards that they won. Uh, I think we talked to all... No, I guess Carl Durrell won Coach of the Year, and uh, we didn't hear from him. But we did hear from some other people who won awards, and uh, we're going to break down all that stuff, too. Should be a quick podcast, should be a fun, happy podcast, uh, and then we're going to get out of here and we'll talk some basketball tomorrow. But first, Green Mountain Dental Group is the greatest place to go to get your teeth cleaned in the Denver metro area. Um, that's what the review reviews have led me to believe, um, and I know that they're coming from people I trust, people who subscribe to DNVR, people who work for DNVR. So many people have decided that it is time to make Green Mountain Dental Group their dentist, and uh, honestly, I should probably join them, but I once football season's over, I'll have time for things like that. Um, get out there. They do great work. Uh, family-owned business. It's super convenient, only 15 minutes away from downtown Denver. Um, what else do you need to know? Oh, if you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, you could get yourself a free Sonicare toothbrush. It's a great deal. Make sure you take advantage of it. Um, and let us know when you do. Okay. So the awards, uh, like I said, PAC 12 coach of the year, uh, Carl Durrell offensive player of the year, Jarek Broussard. Uh, those were the two big awards that the buffs won. Uh, but they also got themselves into a, a bunch of spots on this all-conference team. So Jarek Broussard was first-team all-conference. Uh, he and Jermar Jefferson were the two uh, offensive or two running backs that made the first team from the Pac-12. Um, maybe the most impressive or, or surprising might have been the other way to say it. Uh, inclusion is Sam Neuer um, on the second-team all-Pac-12 offense. The Buffs haven't had an all Pac-12 or all conference quarterback since 1996, Coy Detmer, um, and that was not the Pac-12. Pretty crazy that it's been this long since the Buffs have had an all conference quarterback. Sam Neuer did it though. There are there's one first team quarterback that was Keaton Slovis, uh, two second team quarterbacks, Sam Neuer and Dorian Thompson Robinson of UCLA. Um. Also, oh, I should say Nate Landman was first team, um, all Pac-12. He was one of two two-time first team all Pac-12 selections, with the other being Elijah Molden, the standout cornerback from Washington. 
Um, and then on the second team, uh, on offense, there was also Will Sherman. Uh, and then on defense, the Buffs also got Mustafa Johnson. Um, and they also, on special teams, had Jalen Jackson, who was recognized for his performance this season. Pretty cool to see because he was making plays every single week. Also, uh, the reason there are two quarterbacks was because Sam Neuer actually tied with Dorian Thompson-Robinson, and they don't have a tiebreaker. They just include them both. Um, let's see. What else do we have going on here? Um, I'll pack 12 honorable mention from Colorado. There was one really big snub. Uh, you got Frank Phillip. You have Terrence Lang. You have Isaiah Lewis. You have Casey Roddick. You have Dimitri Ro uh, Stanley. And you also have... Carson Wells, the junior linebacker from Colorado. That's a major snub. I mean, he, he should have been first team all pack 12. You look at the other linebackers, uh, Avery Roberts, Devin Lloyd of Utah. They're good players. But you just look at the numbers, and I'm not sure how you could go any other direction. I mean, Carson Wells is leading the country in tackles for loss per game. So that's a pretty crazy stat. Um, Let's run through some of these other guys because uh, there were some interesting inclusions. And then we're going to get into uh, what we learned today after talking to Jarek Broussard, talking to Darian Hagan, um, and also hearing from Will Sherman. Um, the other Pac-12 awards, um, let's see, there we are. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Talanoa Fonga from USC. I think it should have been Nate. At the same time, though, I, I think Talanoa Fonga should be a first-round draft pick. This spring, he's been incredible. I, I don't know. Second round draft pick. Let's say second, third round. He's a top 100 pick. Um, he, he had a bit of a down game last week. He made a bunch of plays, though. And he was on a, a conference championship game team. Um, still, it, it's Nate. Um, although Talanoa Ufango is really good. And he's been one of my favorite players to watch in the Pac-12 this year. Um, which is true of the other two players who won awards. Um, the freshman offensive and defensive players of the year. Um, offensive player was Ty Jordan of Utah, speedy running back, uh, originally committed to Texas. Luckily, the Buffs don't need to uh, take him on in the Alamo Bowl because they already had to play him against Utah. Um, but he's another really good young running back in the Pac-12. Pac-12 is full of good running backs right now. Um, and then freshman defensive player of the year, no surprise, Noah Sewell of Oregon. Um, he's incredible. He's going to be a top 10 pick in a couple years. Um, just, just don't see guys who are 260 pounds and can move like that. Um, all right. Let's see. The USC had the most, um, all pack 12 players. Um, oh yeah, yeah. With nine, Utah had eight, Colorado had seven, um, that's the third most. Washington, Arizona State, and Stanford were the next three behind them. Um, and then just running through a couple of names on these first teams: uh, Simi Fioco from Stanford and Amonra Saint or Amon Ross Saint Brown from USC are your first team receivers. After playing both of them, makes sense. Um, who else stands out? Uh, Drew Dahlman, we talked a lot about. Elijah Verrett Tucker, we talked a lot about. They're both first team All Pac 12 offensive linemen. Um, uh, Osa Digazua 
we, we talked about him a lot heading into that first game against UCLA, the distru- or disruptive uh, defensive lineman. He didn't do much against Colorado, but was very good the rest of the way. And I think he just declared for the draft. Um, but he got first team. Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon, he got first team. It's surprising he didn't have better numbers this year because I do think that that's a – uh, that's a top 10 pick in the NFL draft next year, the edge rusher from Oregon, Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, and it may even be top five. Like, he is a very special talent, but didn't really have the numbers. Same is true of Zion Tupuola Fetui of Washington. We're going to have to work on that name a lot because he's going to be back, and he's another very talented edge rusher. Um, a surprisingly deep group um, because you also had uh, Hamilcar Rashad. Uh, a, a bunch of guys, Drake Jackson, um, the second team edge rusher from uh, USC. They have him listed as a linebacker. Yeah, um, who else? We, we brought up Elijah Molden being the other two-time first team player. Um, Britton Covey, the slot receiver from Utah. He is the first team return specialist. Um, second team, let's run through some of these names. Um, Demetric Felton, Ty Jordan, two running backs that were very good. Drake London and Tyler Vaughn's the two second team receivers. So three USC receivers are included in the four all pack 12 receivers. Uh, Brant Keithy, Greg Dulcich, um, from UCLA are the tight ends. I think that's it for notable players, which means I ignored the offensive line. Um, yeah, not much to bring go back to. Chase Lucas of Arizona State, Diamador Lenore of Oregon. Some really good football players. Some really good football players. So those are your all Pac-12 teams. Uh, the media awards are going to be coming out here shortly, sometime this afternoon. We'll talk about those tomorrow too, see if there are any changes. Hopefully, hopefully Carson Wells is included. Otherwise, you know, maybe we'll go on a rant. This will be one of the situations where the media gets it right, though. A, a win for us. It seems like it's kind of rare that those happen. Um, we've got a lot to talk about. Heard from Jarek Broussard. Heard from Will Sherman. Heard from Darian Hagen. But first, I want to tell you guys about Breckenridge Brewery. So many great beers. We talk about them all the time. I'm still in love with the Strawberry Sky. That's probably going to be my favorite beer until the day I die. Um, but... You know, if, if there's another Breckenridge beer, I'm not upset not to see Strawberry Sky. Uh, Vanilla Porter Jr. is so good. And I don't even like those, like, heavier, thicker beers. But that one in particular, it, I don't know. It's, it's just a good beer. They really spend a lot of time making their beers. They get really creative. They spend a lot of money bringing in a lot of people who can help them create just the perfect concoctions and the taste tests and then making them at scale. It's a really cool um it's a really cool thing that they have built down there in Littleton with Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, I got to take a tour of that place like 18 months ago. And it's just incredible. Like all the all, all the massive like brewery tools, like like things that are 30, 40 feet tall and like the, the, they have to be installed by Germans because it's German technology. It's just like this of these crazy stories, um, and and all of the effort that they put into making their beers, it pays off because they really are the best beers that you're gonna find. And um, 
you can check out the farmhouse. I'm not sure if they're actually doing tours right now because, you know, COVID. Uh, but there is outdoor seating down there at that campus. Um, it's, it's a great place. They have ice skating, cheap ice skating. You can bring your own skates. If you have to rent skates, it's only $6 to skate. A free tubing hill and all the beer you can drink. Not, not for free, but, you know, who would expect that from a business right now? Um, also, DraftKings Sportsbook. The 2021 basketball season is here. The teams around the league took the offseason to retool and revamp and are ready to hit the court. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has rolled out another one of their can't-miss offers. Trying DraftKings Sportsbook is easy, so what are you waiting for? Get in on all the action now. To celebrate the return of basketball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new players 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1 on any featured matchup this week, and if your team wins, you cash a crisp $100. While we are all excited for the return of basketball, let's not forget football's playoffs are right around the corner, so head to the app now to check out all of DraftKings' daily odds boosts. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Plus, uh, just today, if you are a DNVR member, you should have gotten an email uh, saying that you got a $5 free bet from DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, whether you bet before, whether you've never bet before, on top of all these other offers that you can take advantage of, you also have a $5 free bet. If you want, you can bet on... Um, you know, even odds and just take your $5 and run. Or you could put on something crazy, which is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put together a parlay with like the two games tonight, the two first NBA games, um, and then with uh, the Nuggets tomorrow for sure. That might, this isn't the pick of the week because the pick of the week, I like to make it college football. Um, but if there was a second pick of the week, the Nuggets beating the Clippers on Christmas and, and also the Kings pick the Nuggets against the spread. They look incredible. And I know it's preseason, but they look exactly like they did in the playoffs last year. And they were really good in the playoffs next last year. So, um, Consider that over the next couple days. Uh, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DMVR when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's code DMVR for new players to get a shot at $100 on any featured matchup this week. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. Uh, Jarek kicked things off today. And I think the, the first point I want to make is that I, I almost tried to make it something bigger. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say when Jarek got on his first media call early this season, he was not ready for it. I don't think he knew what to expect. Um, I think in the second media call at one point, he actually just like couldn't finish a sentence and started laughing. Um, but, but, but since then, he has grown so much in the, obviously like in a bunch of ways, but also just in this one in particular, like to hear him talk now, he, he said a whole bunch of things that were really interesting and um, we'll get to those. We're going to wrap it up with those, um, but uh, cool to see him grow, get more comfortable answering a whole bunch of questions from strangers because um, that's the other thing. He doesn't know any of us because he he nobody really interviewed him all that much because he was just always hurt for the last couple of years and so even like when when you talk to somebody else it's like yeah we've talked in person at least a couple times um but yeah it's a it's a different dynamic so um 
obviously he he talked about winning the award. He said it's cool to see hard work pay off, um, but mostly just said that he wants to thank his offensive linemen. That's really what it's all about. Um, going back to Texas, that was the theme today, both Jarek and Will Sherman from Texas. Um, Jarek said he's excited to go home. He's excited to see his family. He's, he's, uh, he's excited uh, that there's going to be fans. Like, Not only did he say he was excited, but he lit up. Um, and also mentioned the Whataburger is exciting as well. Um, but he, he spent some time talking about how he hasn't experienced a college football atmosphere before. Um, and, and one of the things he said was, I guess that plays a huge role. What a lot, like talking about like the importance of atmosphere in college football. Like, I guess that plays a huge role. Yeah, it's what the whole thing's kind of about. Um, but in, in Jarek's eyes, like he's never played in front of a crowd before. Like I've, I've heard like high school Texas football crowd. But yeah, sure, whatever. But he hasn't played in front of college football fans and that's a step up. So it is going to be interesting um, to see what he has to say after doing what he always does, but in front of 11,000 people. Um, he did say that he expects to have some family there, um, and they're excited to see him play. Um, growing up in Texas, he was actually a USC and Reggie Bush fan. You know, I, I know that that probably grinds some gears with Buffs fans because, you know, it's, it's USC, the, the, the rivals or whatever. Um, but in the, in the context of this bowl game, it, it is it is cool. You know, he was asked about, you know, what do you remember from the, the championship game between USC and Texas? Um, he's like, you know, the Vince Young run. You could tell that this stuff all means a lot to him. Like, like it's he's going home, and that's, that's what people know about. And he said, it's a big game for us. It's a big game for the program. It's good to have this opportunity. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a good game to see where we're at. Um, they just want to get better. Um, he also mentioned that he feels like he's been getting more comfortable as he goes, um, being out on the field. Um, but, but here was the answer. It was actually the last question somebody asked was, um, about what was different this year? Why, why is Colorado winning games when in the past, you know, the reputation is that they don't win games and there's truth to that. And there's some untruth to that but but you know they've never been there they haven't been to this level except for once in the last decade or so um but he said I've been here with three coaches and he actually before he said that he paused and he thought about and after he said that he, he paused again to think about what words he wanted to say and he said Mac taught us brotherhood Tuck taught us nothing is going to be given um and then that you really just have to go out and take it and Darrell taught us to be confident and to be confident in ourselves and to believe in ourselves and believe in our team. And that helped. And so it's just kind of interesting to, to hear Jarek Broussard taught ev or boil everything down. Also, when I was saying that, it felt like that Ariana Grande song. Um, good song. Very good song. Um, but, but yeah, Mac taught him brotherhood. Tuck taught him that nothing's going to be given. You have to take it. And Carl Darrell taught him that they need to be confident in themselves and they need to believe in themselves and they did. And that was the difference. Just an interesting note. Um, Will Sherman, he actually let's, let's go straight to Darian because he had a lot to say about uh, Jarek, even though he was, we're going out of chronological order here. So 
Hold on to your hats. I almost said hold on to your seats. No, you have seat belts for that. Okay, um, really the seat holds on to you with the seatbelt. But um, Hagen, he was actually the first conference player of the year for Colorado. Um, kind of crazy, but he's also the position coach for Jarek Broussard. Um, he said what you'd expect. That he's proud, excited to see him grow like this. Um, and he said, you know, we expected this out of him. Um, he didn't know the, the offense, but once he decided to get the offense down, he really just took off. You know, I asked Darian if, uh, you know, did you did you expect this, though? Like, you, you know that you saw him and he looked good and all that stuff, but, like, did you expect this? And he said, uh, you know, maybe not to this level, but the, the stairs are high. Like, you thought they felt good. So um, he was asked about the trajectory of the program, you know, kind of in the context of him coming to Colorado before Colorado was the brand name and seeing what they built at the time. And, and now they are kind of getting some momentum going. And he said, going to a bowl game is good for our trajectory, but five and one looks better than four and two. That's where you want the mind to be. We can talk about how important it was after you get the win. Um, he talked a bit about his breakout against Texas, um, you know, 75 yard run where uh, I think he got like tackled right before the end zone. And, um, Eric Bieniemy finished things off for him, you know, and I, I don't know much about the buffs from that era. Like I, 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 I know about them. I know the names and I know what they did and that kind of stuff. But in terms of like that particular memory, obviously not something that I have. Um, but it is really cool to, to hear him talk about it and hear the other reporters like bounce things off of him. Um, and, and to just like, imagine what if, what if I was covering the team back then, Back when it was Darian Hagen did, does that, he breaks a 75-yard run, and then, uh, uh, you know, the, it's Eric B. Enemy who's who's finishing things up. It's it's just pretty cool. Um, he also said that that game there was a lot of hype around a. a he said a six foot ten defensive lineman for Texas. Um, he didn't know his name. He said it was like John Hackensack. I think he called him. He called him a couple different things. Um, but he said that during warmups, one of the one of the Buffs fans had a sign that said he beat up Hackensack in third grade. Uh, kind of funny. Um, and he also said that uh, because Darian had torn an ACL of his own, um, he told Broussard. You need to go all in. You need to listen to what the tra trainers say, and then you need to go above and beyond what they tell you to do. Um, you know, the, the leg that you hurt needs to be better than the other leg, um, and the other leg needs to be better than that. I kind of got lost, if I'm being honest, but both legs need to be very, very good is the point, and to me, it's looked like Jarek Broussard has made that happen. Um, closing things out here. Will Sherman, again, from Texas, he says it's great to play Texas and that it's really cool for him. Um, he was a Texas fan as a kid. Um, and what he, what he said was, you know, being able to play any Big 12 school would, would have been great. When I heard we were playing Big 12, I was really excited about that. Um, but Texas just takes it to another level. Um, in terms of the awards, he was second team all pack 12. Uh, he said he wanted first team and that he, he'll take it. It's nice to be recognized, but he did want first team. Um, and he said he actually brought up, you know, Jarrett got offensive player of the year. And if he does that, I'm happy. 
That is that is why offensive linemen get paid if, if they have that mentality. Um, and he was actually asked uh, toward the end, um, do, you, do you think you're coming back to school next year? Do you think you're going to the draft? And he said, right now, all eyes are on Texas. And it, it wasn't like a, avoiding the question because I realized when I said it like that, it sounded like avoiding the question. When he said it, um, it, it was – it is like he smiled nice and light, uh, almost like overwhelmed looking face. She's saying like, right now we are just looking at Texas. Um, it really does seem like he hasn't put much thought into that at, at this point, at least. Um, he's going to have a bunch of family at the game. Mom, dad, cousin. Um, he said a bunch of friends are trying to go. Uh, he said, it's been really weird not having them around this season. Um, he said that getting this bowl game, it's a big step for this program. It's bigger if we win. Again, that's the mentality you need to have because it seems like about half of the bowl games are just decided by which team decided to care. And one team is like, you know, not focused on the game or maybe they they had a tough grind throughout the season and, and kind of took the foot off the pedal in the couple weeks leading off to it, um, leading up to it. And that's what you don't want. Like, if, if you lose to Texas, you lose to Texas. Texas is a good program, and this year they have a good team. Maybe not a, a great team, but there are a lot of really good players that are on that field. If you lose to them because they're good, you can live with that. If you lose to them because you were kind of resting on your laurels, you, you don't feel good. Um, so it was good to hear how everybody's talking about Texas the last couple of days. Um, what else did he say? Oh, I asked him if he, um, you know, with, with all, oh, so many teams dropping out sometimes because the players just said that they were done. Um, you know, did you guys have any conversations like as leaders or just as a team? Uh, and, and he says that he heard some people talk about that. Um, and you know, they, they respect other teams decisions, but they haven't been to a bowl since 2016. And he actually knew that they hadn't won a bowl since 2004. I think he said like 2004, maybe it was, two, and, and somebody jumped in and was like, yeah, it was 2004. Um, and he said, we want to win this game. We want to take a major step for this program. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, also said that um, it's awesome to see Carl Durrell get the award. He's been resilient, uh, holding people accountable. He's been accountable. Um, he keeps everybody on track and it paid off in our first four games. He deserves the award. I think that's basically it. Oh, I did realize that I missed one note on Darian Hagan. He said that the, the running backs room, they'll have Jarek Broussard, Jaron Mangum, Jaylee Stacks, and Joe Davis. Um, and that's going to be the group. So, uh, that, uh, that's going to do it for today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow. Uh, with another edition of the DMVR Buffs podcast presented by Green Mountain Dental Group. I don't think there's anything else I have to say. Nope. Uh, Buffs play tomorrow. That's going to be fun. And uh, we're going to talk about that tomorrow. And I'll see you then. I think they like my Colorado sway. when I'm in it play. I don't really, I don't really know just how to act. And when I'm in it go, you know I'm acting bad. Sway, my Colorado sway, my Colorado sway, I think they like, I think they like my Colorado sway, my Colorado sway.
Houston, see you later, baby. baby. Colorado Army, we soldiers like the Navy. Yeah. And boat is where we stationed, patiently awaiting. Oh. When I hit the field, it's so hard to behave. Yeah. I'm Colorado swagging at the crowd, do the wave. Look into my eyes, I can tell that you afraid. Uh -huh. Cause you know we finna hit ya. Hit ya. Hit ya. Hit ya. Hey. Hey. You on your own now, why you watching the official? Yeah. You just better hope you make it to the next whistle. And we ain't playing with you, you can get it anytime. Yeah. It started at the scrimmage, we gon' win it at the line. Yeah. My Colorado swag in the middle of the ring. Throwing blows, knocking down team after team. I think they like my Colorado swag, cause when I'm in that play, I don't really, I don't really know just how to act. And when I'm in that go, you know I'm acting bad. Get a bus with my Colorado swag, my Colorado swag, my Colorado swag. I think they like, I think they like my Colorado swag, my Colorado swag, my Colorado swag. Man, I swear I think they like my Colorado swag. Have you ever seen a ram? I'm bold in Colorado. Buffalo is what I am. All the teams come and follow. When I start, hit the field. The opposing crowd swallow. Cause they know I'm about to kill. He gon' feel that tomorrow. Whole team full of war. Got me feeling tribal, big 12, here we come We ain't worried about arrival If you want it, come and get it, we'll wait for your arrival When you hit this frozen field, man, it's all about survival Why you make it, why you make it, yeah, you better bring your Bible Great big blind side, flat line, no revival Get them bust, get them bust, mess them up, we say we got them If we don't, then we'll get them when we see them, then we I add them like my Colorado sway, cause when I'm in it play